entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 320. And it's Tuesday, April 7th, 2020. Today we're going to talk about a cool way for you to convert your photos from iPhone. And... Oh, I'm, I'm catching on what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Um, You're like processing what he's... <laughs> we're also going to talk about what you're excited about spring. What excites you about spring? We're also going to talk about what the coronavirus quarantine has taught me in 2020. Yep. In what paradigm? All right. Under what construct? Under we, what construct? We've got some coffee today mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we're munching on some old edibles, so no new edibles to discuss. Mm. Uh, old edibles. And I think we've got some feedback as well. Really? Yeah. Feedback. So uh, we can get my tech tip out of the way because it won't take long, and I'm sure you're very anxious to um, to find out what it is. But the problem I've run into, and I'm sure many of our listeners have as well, I know my mother has run into it, and she was the first person I asked if she had this problem, and she said yes. So that's I, I'm batting 100% for you baseball fans out there, although I think they say batting 1,000. But either way, the one person I asked if, if they had this problem, they did confirm that, in fact, they do have the same they problem. Do have the Here's problem. the problem. You take a, a picture with your f- phone. With a phone? With your iPhone, actually. Oh. And you go to airdrop it to your Mac. And it's in a file format you can use just fine on your Mac. It's an HEIC format. Mm-hmm. However, you can't go and upload it to your website, post it to Facebook, or use it in a lot of different ways. It's not very compatible. So I, I finally, after dealing with this for several years, I finally decided to Google how to quickly convert an HEIC photo to a JPEG. And it ends up, there's this program on every Mac, comes with it called Automator. And you can very quickly, in under a minute, under a minute, you can go and create a right-click shortcut that will let you convert a photo an HEIC photo to a JPEG. Hmm. Oh, so it just shows up in the right-click menu. Yeah. When you right-click and, a and, photo. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. For those who don't know the difference between JPEG and HEIC, what, what's that? Well, JPEG is a very common um, file format for photos. It's the most compatible file format out there. And mm-hmm. and it's yeah. very good on like on file size and quality. Mm-hmm. But it has a good balance of quality and size. Basically, the file format is the way that it's saved on your computer. Yeah. You could actually look at the same photo. I mean, the photo is the same photo. It looks the same, whether it's HEIC, JPEG, PNG. You, you look at it, and you can't really tell a difference. Mm-hmm. But it there is a difference. Um, file size is a big thing, especially if you're putting it on your website. You don't want it to be... A huge file size. If it's a couple megabytes, it's oh, really going to slow down. It'll slow down your because the, the bigger it is, so the longer it takes. Even to if, load if your you're sending it in an email, like yeah. email will automatically sometimes uh, force you to either upload, you know, to Google Drive if it's too large of a uh, mm-hmm. of a file size. Mm-hmm. So, if you Google how to convert HEIC images to JPEG, 
you will find an article on the How to Geek website. And this is the article that I followed. It will walk you through opening up Automator and creating this shortcut. It was, and you can even, um, you can do multiple images at a time. And you can tell it to either make a copy of it or to replace the original one. Mm, that's oh, really cool. Oh, wow. So I was, that's smart. I was really impressed. I've used it, not daily, but I've used it um, about every other day since I discovered it. And I'm just, I was so excited. I knew I had to start on the podcast because someone out there has this problem. That was a very techie tech tip. It also makes me wonder, what else could I do with Automator? I just feel like my world What other of, files could you convert? <laughs> kind of opened up. Can you right-click a .mov and change it to an mp4? Very likely. Whoa. Hmm. Um, all right. Actually, let me give one more tip. Oh, just, boy. Just, it's also uh, relating to photos and photo size. Tech tip. The If you want to convert uh, or, or compress an image to the smallest file size while retaining quality... There's an online tool made by Google called squoosh.app. Squoosh. S-Q-U-O-O-S-H dot A-P-P. Squoosh. Just Google squoosh app and you'll find it. And you just drag your photo over into the browser and it will automatically convert it to their recommended settings. You can adjust some of the settings if you want to. Okay, so that's a – it actually – but it saves it as another image file. It doesn't save it as like a zip. Something Correct. Like that. It saves it as another image file to download. Yeah. Okay. Like a JPEG. Yeah. Well, you can also do a PNG. Oh wow. But but JPEG is the default. Gotcha. And it it does an excellent job at converting, including it has a slider, so you can see how it's going to affect how this looks. Mm-hmm. You can also resize it if you want to. Mm-hmm. You can't do advanced things like cropping it or change the aspect ratio. But typically, I don't want to do things like that. I just want to compress it so it's optimized for loading onto the website. All right. Yeah, I feel like I've given so much, um, so much. It's time for me to step back. Mm. We need to squoosh uh, your tech tip. <laughs> Actually, we kind of did. We compressed it into two tech tips into one episode. Oh, two in one. We squooshed it. So, uh, yeah, guys, it's spring. Yeah, it it's is. It's 75 degrees outside. It's balmy. It is balmy. Balmy. It's beautiful. <laughs> this is, for me, this is day two of working from my own home. How 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 has working from home been for you? Um, day one consisted mostly of setting up. And so it didn't feel super productive, but it was good. And today I was just reminded how nice it is to work from home. And not have to drive half an hour to work. And you just get up when you're ready. And you work. How do you know when you're ready, though? Well. When you sit down in your office chair. Yep. At home. It doesn't matter if you're 15, 20 minutes, an hour late to work. You just sit down and you work and you work however much you the plan on working. Time that day yeah which for me is about nine hours a day to ten hours a day nine to ten somewhere ten in hours that's and that's including lunch break oh, okay so but and then you're done when you're done mm-hmm. the great thing about working from home 
is the elimination of travel. Yeah. That in the time it takes to travel. Yes, I, I don't mind working at work at all. I enjoy the company, but I am seeing a significant benefit of not having to drive yeah. an hour a day. I get I can sleep half an hour later. Yeah. And I do by not going. And you can go to bed half an hour earlier. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And still get the same <laughs> amount of stuff done at home. Exactly. So would you say, um, I think we can talk openly. Are you going to uh, try to push your weight around as far as trying to work more from home now, now that you've kind of tasted it and now that you've mm. kind of experienced it? Um, or do you feel like you should wait a few, wait for another um, episode, another pandemic to, to take advantage of? Yeah. As far as, as my position at work goes, uh, generally it would not be practical for me for to be working from home. <clears throat> Working in a management position, um, needing to interact with others, answer questions, talk with people, tell them what to do, that kind of thing. It just, it's harder to be there with your team if you're not there at the office. Um, And so for that very reason, I think that once this whole quarantine thing is over, I'll probably be, I will be moving back to the office um, but until then, I can enjoy this. All right. We should sip on this coffee, get this coffee going before it gets too late. It's true. Um, but, Jeff, you had a question, too, about what was your opening introduction? No, I'm, about my spring. point was just, what are you excited about spring? What excites you about being outside? <clears throat> I'd say for me, I think this this has been a pretty mild winter as far as temperatures go. Um, but it was just very dreary. Oh, yeah. It was a dreary winter. It was a very cloudy, dreary, kind of cold, not very pleasant winter. I feel like that's most Indiana winters, though. Yeah. But there's a difference between, in my mind, there's a difference between a winter that's kind of just like dismal and there's a winter that's cold and hard and it's at least it at least makes up its mind to be winter most of the time. Yeah, winter was never here. It wasn't. It was just a yeah. It was just kind uncomfortable of uncomfortable cold. Rain, mud, uncomfortable cold, no sunshine. There, there really was not much sunshine at all during this winter. No, and not much snow either. Right, and you know sometimes in a cold, hard winter, you have some days that are sunny, but they're still cold, and there's snow everywhere, but it's sunny. At least. Do you know how many times I shoveled my sidewalk this year? Twice. I think once. Because oh. the neighbor did it one other time. But it, w- it could have been twice. Yeah. But that's very abnormal compared to a few... The, the, the previous years, it's been... Right. I mean, often multiple times a week. I think I could have shoveled my sidewalk twice, but I only did once. And... I think my wife did once because she wanted to just be outside. She wanted bit. to experience the the art of shoveling. Oh, uh, the uh, the art of something shoveling. something like that. Either that, or she didn't want to uh, wade through snow to get to her car the one day mm-hmm. that there actually was snow there. What am I most excited about with spring? I think it's definitely just warmth, the temperature. That's that's all I'm excited about. You know what? You know what? You know how I feel right now. How do you feel I right now? I love this weather out here. It's beautiful. I want it to stay forever. I'm already depressed because I know it's going away in the fall. Oh, Jeff. 
You are you have the fall blues in the spring. The fall blues are beautiful. The falls are great. Fall's great. Winter is what is depressing. Winter, I, I don't get depressed with winter. I, I love got... how we we're just getting out of winter, and you're already getting sad about next winter. I know. I'm just like I have to go back. Jeff, to that you need to find joy in winter. I don't know how, but that's that's your that's your homework for this summer. Here's how you can find joy in winter: <laughs> spend money. No, what's if a way? You go snowboarding. You can enjoy winter. Do you go snowboarding? No. Do you do any kind of winter activities that you would say, oh, this is what I do during the winter? I don't go ice fishing. I don't go snowboarding. I don't go building snowmen because there's no snow. I built a snowman this year. You did? Well, but, I mean, you have to do it quick because the snow didn't last very long. Yeah. Um, well, Jeff, we don't live that far apart. Do Maybe. You know what the joy of my previous winters before I was married was driving your clunker through the snow. Well, and starting that was a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That was a joy. <laughs> all right. But what was the biggest, the biggest, let, let's look forward to this all year kind of joy. Oh, Christmas, the Florida trip. Oh um, yeah. yeah, that was pretty fun. Well, that could still happen. Even it now, could. even now that you're married, it could. no, it can't. Sure. It can. Why not? Because of COVID. <laughs> well, not right. Well, it's not even winter anymore. Well, who knows how long COVID's going to last into the winter? It's true. Maybe the uh, Florida trip simply just got delayed mm. from winter to summer. But then it's not as. But then it's not meaningful. Not, yeah, it's not as meaningful. It's because you're still not very fun you're not escaping the cold. Yeah, it's still very fun to go to Florida in summer, but there's something about it being just terribly cold at home and miserable, and you can just leave. And be in the balmy sunshine, 80 degrees for a week. Should I tell you what I've enjoyed most about spring so far? What? Starting fires with flint. Hmm. That has been a simple but meaningful joy. My wife got me a flint uh, set for, actually I think it was for, yeah, for like a stocking stuffer for, for Christmas. And that was one of the coolest gifts that I've received. Um, you can just, you can just, uh, actually, I'm going to try to find that the brand that I got. That sounds slightly more authentic and as manly and less hillbilly than when we tried to start a fire with a drill. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. That was at your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We put a, we put a stick in a drill, in a cordless drill and tried to start a fire with it. Yeah. I should have my flint. I've never. Now. To be fair, I've only started a fire with flint with lighter fluid as well. Mm. So you need to have a couple ingredients to really do it nice and easy. But uh, I'm trying to find my set. It's two pieces. There's like a a, a cylinder mm-hmm. that's about three eighths inch thick, and then a another piece that is has the same out, outer shape of that. And it's then con- it's well, it depends concave how you're looking at it either concave or you flip yeah. it around it's convex but then you just like <laughs> just snap rub the and just like sh- sh- just, sparks. just yeah just a little spark you Pretty rub cool. the the end of the rod w- with the bent piece onto the surface of the rod you oh, strike yeah, yeah, down yeah. you slide it down and it causes there a you reaction go. all you ladies out there sparks there's a great uh, little gift for this the men is, in your life or if you're feeling if you're an outdoorsy kind of woman 
then you should get one for yourself too. There's, a, I found one very close on eberleben.co. Eberleben? Uh, yeah, it looks like. You see it, Jeff? Could you find one on Amazon? Mm, I'm sure, but sure. I couldn't. I was trying to find one that no, actually looks I, like I, mine because there's, there's different types. Well, just go on to Amazon and look for one. After you click on our link, of course. Right, right. Whoa. All right, so that's been my... This coffee. Good stuff? This coffee's terrible. It is a bit bland and kind of grainy. Sits in the, the, the grain sits in the back of the throat. It sits Almost very scratchy. in the back of the throat. It's like it's like dark. I'm looking at the pot, and it is dark and cloudy and hmm. well, let almost me as dismal table. as the winter. Man, what is with you and dismal? Yeah, uh, you've now. Word. Yeah, but you've used it now enough for for the summer. What, next winter, you can use it again. <laughs> Maybe in the fall. Well, I haven't put it in the air table yet. Are we finished talking about what we've enjoyed most so far about spring? Well, if we're only like two days in. Well, <laughs> it's what it feels like. Haven't you experienced, I mean, well, what have you enjoyed so far? I've enjoyed uh, tearing sheet metal off of my mm. outbuilding that I'm trying to tear down. I am very much, I am looking forward to spring and to this summer uh, gardening. Square foot gardening, S S V G. I want to get into some of that too. Oh, I think I do. Do it, but you have to get on it like right now, if you want to have a square foot garden this spring. It doesn't take much. I think I want two squares. Four, two four by fours. All right. Good deal. Uh, buy the book, or you can buy the book for me if you want. Well, what's I so? Sp- why do you need a book too. to know how to plant um, plants in a square? In a square container. To, to me, to me, it seems pretty basic. I mean, humans have been farming for six thousand plus years, and from the beginning, they were able to figure it out. So, what's so new about this new this method? This, I feel like I, I, I've talked about square foot gardening before. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. The the nice thing, it's not just. Like, yeah, you could probably go online and, like, watch some videos and, like, all the information is online. You don't need to buy the book. But the nice thing about the book is that all the information you would ever need to know is in one place and indexed. The internet. Oh. The book. Indexed. And it's it answers all the questions that you would have. Like. Okay, I've got a question. Yeah. How deep should I plant my carrots? It's in there. How do you visit? I I don't know. Okay, but it's in the book. All right. How much? Okay, this is a serious question. We're redoing uh, our yard, putting some grass down where there's currently gravel. How much water do I need to water my grass as little seedlings? It's not a part of square foot garden. You don't put you don't plant grass in your no, garden. No, you don't. Well, why not? What if you want it to look nice and lush? Lush garden. Oh my. Fair point. <laughs> Spread the seeds into the, the grass one can foot help that... hold down the weeds. It doesn't need it. There are no weeds. There are no there are no weeds in your square foot garden unless you have like dandelions like growing up right next to. Layton, there's going to be weeds that get in. They're like How? seeds from the wind and birds and and little insects. Very very rare. 
You don't think there's going to be any weeds that would just happen to grow without you plucking them. I, I expect very, extremely very few weeds. Like, outrageously. All right. I can't <clears throat> wait to see this. It sounds I can't like either. man's idea to cheat his way out of the work <laughs> created by God. <laughs> no, it's not. God said you will plow the field. Uh, this okay. is not a field. This is not a field. <laughs> oh, there will be some sweat involved. There's some building. There's some... Some Finesse. toil. So what There's kind of toiling. square foot gardens are you going to build? Are you going to build the kind on the ground or the kind up in the air? Uh, some of both. Hmm. Uh, we're going to have some on the ground uh, for for uh, planting corn because corn mm-hmm. is quite tall. Mm-hmm. And so if we would have that on a three-foot raised bed, it would be extremely tall yeah. and yeah. just kind of unwieldy. So we're going to have some of both, some raised beds that are just off the ground and some that are three foot up. That I, is, I, I definitely love the idea of not having to bend over to, to gather fruit and obviously to pick your weeds. It so. has a cut list of all of the different materials and lengths that you need. Mm. It is very specific. Wow. It is good. So have you started on this project? In a way. <laughs> well what do you have to what have you done so far i've started tearing down my building okay is and there... all the lumber that i'm using to tear down my building i'm going <clears throat> to use that lumber to build the frames okay so i've started how gathering deep... the materials okay how deep of dirt is in the raised beds i think they recommend six inches but you can do like five and a half or five and you just get yeah is there a lot of sawing involved you mean like because I don't have a, a saw, a proper chop saw. I have one of those little oscillating cutting tools. Uh, you'll want which just it, it would just take time. Yeah, you'll. I would recommend at least a saw saw or like a jigsaw. Do you have a handheld skill saw? No. Well, well Jeff, go, I'm pretty go. sure I've got one that you can borrow. It's a cordless one. You can buy a, a corded one <clears throat> for twenty five dollars at yeah. Menards. Really. I think I bought mine for 30 bucks. Hold it. I didn't know they were that, that expensive. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're corded, they're extremely cheap. Okay. Because everyone wants the. I, the I want. I mean, I want a cordless one. one. Then get a cordless one. It'll be worth yeah. it. You, you, no, I'll have, totally. You'll I'll have totally so use many a cordless projects one. Absolutely. coming up. I've already used a, a corded saw that was. Yeah. I mean, and I. I I know that I would have tons of use for a chop saw. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, I have gotten started, and I'm looking forward. But here's the thing. We... <laughs> oh, my. There's so much going on. Uh... <laughs> like, I've started tearing down my building. April 25th is, like, the deadline for when we planted seeds our, our first lettuce seeds in the soil last last spring. And so that is the deadline to have the building torn down. Another reason we're tearing down the outbuilding is because it's, it's exactly where we want our square foot gardens to be at. Mm. So not only do we want the lumber from it, but we also want the location of it. But I'm assuming these are portable, right? Like you can – this summer yeah. – actually, I mean you could ha- you could like set them up over here beside the house and then – once you're finished turning the building down, move them over there. That's true. 
You're, you're totally right. And I think that's what we're going to have to do because originally April 25th yeah. was the time that we needed to have seeds in the soil. But SIS. Seeds in soil. But since then, my sister, who's getting married on May 3rd? I need to check my calendar. Well, the good news is you have two and a half weeks until April 25th. Not May 3rd. I, May 2nd. Oh. May 2nd is, is when my sister's getting married. And that's a week after. So you might ask, what does that have to do with, what does have to do with anything? tearing down your building? Well, here's the thing, Reuben. What? There's a – once I get all the walls torn off, all the sheet metal torn off of the walls – of your, um, of your outer building. Of my outbuilding. <clears throat> we realized that, oh, there's actually – it would make a nice canopy because my wife, my sister, who's getting married on May 2nd, has had to – she's not canceling her wedding. She's going to continue on with it. Her venue got canceled. Oh, my. And so she's going to get married at my parents' house, which is fine. But the rehearsal supper – the night before the wedding is going to be at my house. So this awning would be very, very convenient if it would happen to rain. Yeah. We mm-hmm. could host the guests underneath this pavilion. The ten guests. Well, there's gonna well, be yeah. eight seven with you yeah. or eight seven with you and your wife and Leo. Exactly. Um and so like it's kind of like, oh, we want to tear this thing down, but we can't because. Uh, uh, uh. What, what's the craziest thing that you've heard of? Someone, I'm asking this question very, very awkwardly. I was going to start saying, do you think that the coronavirus, like, is it a sign that like maybe they should just like hold off or like maybe? That's where our mind mm. went in a, in a joking, <clears throat> in a joking way. Obviously, oh. joking. I, I think that. Tim is a great fellow, and they are. Good. He's all right. They're 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 a decent match. <laughs> no, he's, he's but, a good guy. I really so like him. Th- so that was my initial thought. Then my follow up thought was, what's the craziest thing that you've heard of that someone has said? You know what? We're not doing this because of the coronavirus and the lockdown. Mm. Outside of not being able to travel somewhere, but using this as a sign. You know what? We are joining the Amish because we're living like the Amish, or something like that. Well. This is not an answer to your question, but the opposite. The craziest wedding I've heard of during this coronavirus time is somebody, literally two people, and they both had kids, got married, and it was literally just at their house with their kids and one photographer. And they Skyped in. The pastor that married them Skyped in, and all their guests Skyped in. To, to watch the wedding. There's, it was literally that small. Wow. That's not the craziest thing I've heard. <clears throat> What's the craziest thing you've heard? There's a game that just recently came out called uh, Animal Crossing. And it's like this little cutesy game. Board game? Video game? It's a video game for Nintendo Switch. And... People are going nuts about it. Yeah. Uh, you have your own little island. And you can like plant trees and do like little farming and catch bugs and fish and you can also decide the layout of your island as as your island grows new people come new computers come and you you decide where they're going to set up shop and where they're going to set up their houses and stuff 
Anyways, they have this cool feature where you can visit your friends' islands, and that you can your like, real friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, via the internet, <clears throat> mm-hmm. there are people that are getting married for real in real life, but they're having the wedding ceremony. In Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no. These are people that haven't been outside the house in 10 years. So this is before Corona? You. No, well, no, I'm saying <laughs> these are the people that are living in the basements it's and have not been out in 10 years. Of, uh, Animal Crossing is not a really, I don't know, super popular or active? No, it's really popular, but it's not um, <clears throat> a very intense game. Mm-hmm. It's very laid back, yeah, very it is. mild. Mm-hmm. Is this new generation of video gamers becoming more hardcore than like World of Warcraft players who oh. live and die by World of Warcraft? I don't know. Can it be? Well, we're talking to one, so that's... let's just ask him. I never played World of Warcraft. No, you're a Animal Crossing gamer. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've played it. But yeah. can it be that this <laughs> Animal Crossing type of game that's just a little bit more like, like and not necessarily less realistic? No, but, I know what you're saying. Like, but it's like, but it's it's very different than World of Warcraft, yeah, where it's, it's like, like it's like kind of, kind of comical. World of Warcraft is trying to be realistic in some aspects. Yeah, and they have a huge diehard fan base. But are these games becoming more popular? And are they and the actually same? Have more diehard fans? Is there a crossover? Do you think in the gamers? You mean are you saying are you saying that there are there some people that have that loved play both World of Warcraft and play? Oh, absolutely. Okay, all right. I don't know why they would, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, I haven't played either, so I don't really know. I feel like all the World of Warcraft people are old enough now that they don't care about this new type of game and it's boring to them. Oh, that's true. All right, what was your question, Jeff? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I did this spring so far is planted a tree. Ooh, that's a big undertaking. Yeah. Is Is it it still alive? It wasn't actually that hard. Yeah. Well, it depends how big of a tree. It was a a little sapling. It was like this tall. But trees can be... It depends also what kind of tree it was. It was a peach tree. See? If it dies, his kids go hungry in 10 years. No peaches. Doubt it. No, it, it's supposed to be pretty hardy. I planted a peach tree in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, multiples. Are they still thriving? Oh, yeah, I have a full orchard. They take. I dug up all the peach trees on my island spread. and put them in one spot, and it is my orchard. <laughs> Sent to my this house. peach tree is supposed to take uh, two to four years to bear fruit. Man, you're in it for the long haul. Yeah. And who knows, we might even we might even be living at our house by the time it bears you're fruit. You're like Johnny Appleseed except with peaches. You mm. plant trees wherever you go and then someone else picks the fruit. Why does no one care that Jimmy cracks corn? I don't even know who Jimmy cracks corn is. There's this weird <laughs> song called this Jimmy Crack Corn, but I don't care. I don't know what he's What does cracking corn even mean? Probably shelling corn. Is it like an old like, time like, song? You mean like husking corn? Yeah. Maybe. But I've never heard like husking being referred to cracking. 
heard of cracking jokes, cracking. but not cracking corn. Is it a new song or an old song? No, it's oh, it's a really old, old song. folk song. Oh, okay. Jimmy Crack Corn, but I don't care. Um, 1840s. Oh, whoa. It's older than... Corona. The Emancipation Proclamation. It's older than... <laughs> it's older than the Spanish flu. <laughs> My son is older than Corona. Maybe not quite. Uh, Depends how long it's been around. At right. this point, we don't what know. in the world... Are we going to talk about this coffee? <clears throat> I think, Jeff, are you ready to move along? Yeah, I'm ready to move along. All right. Yeah, so let's talk about the coffee. What, what, are, you, what are the thoughts? It's not... <sighs> it's just nasty. It's not worse than Das Bog. It's more pleasant than Das Bog, for sure. The truth is, I would say the same thing. Surprisingly. Yeah. That it's just awful? Or that it's not worse than Das Bog. That it's not worse than Das, das Bog. Yeah, I would I would give this, oh, at least a two. Maybe even a three. Ooh. You would give this a three. Possibly. I, a two is pretty lofty for this coffee, in my opinion. A two is lofty. A three, a three, Jeff, is, three Jeff, is above average. Think about it. Three is One above is Das Bog. Average is... One is ball. Average is 2.5, and you would say this is above average. I'm saying – I agree. That's why I'm torn. I think three is too high, but I think this is a little bit better than a two, slightly better than a two. Hmm. Well, I would give it a two, which, again, is surprising. It's Das Bog. It is Das Bog. <laughs> we ran Layton. out of coffee, and I was like, hey, let's try Das Bog again. Oh. It, it's. I smelled it when Jeff was preparing it. Layton was late coming here, and so we decided to like play, play a little joke. But I smelled it, and it smelled just how it tasted. Terrible. But now that I'm tasting it, it's not as bad as I remember. I would give it – I'm kind of with you, too. I would give it a two, maybe all, maybe almost I, a three. I agree that it, the initial flavor is like that. It's, it, it is not as bad. But what gets me is when it washes over the back center of your tongue, and then there's mm-hmm. just like – there's a flare of bitter – yeah. That just ruins it. So there you have it. Is Das Bog still on the bottom? Now the question is: Is it worse than that other kind that we rated? Oh, uh, the the Costa Rican uh, Starbucks. Yeah, that was really bad. Costa Rican. That was really. That, oh man, I would say they're probably honestly, about the same. They're probably about the same. Yeah. All right, let's keep on moving. Layton, what was your? I have been privileged by mother-in-law Violet uh, to – she has graced me with a gift that I just received in the mail yesterday. Oh, wow. And I love it. And it's something, Ruben, that you have come to appreciate – since this quarantine, a piece of clothing. Can you guess what it is? I can make a guess, but I'm pretty sure I'm right because I'm I'm sitting right I'm seeing you right now. I'm I'm wearing it. Wearing this clothing. And it's not exactly it's not some would say that it's very inappropriate to wear in public. <laughs> to me, I I was actually tempted to go into work wearing this. Oh, you should have. I should have. 
people would have laughed, but I, I felt like it was almost like too casual, like almost too insulting, like, yeah, like slothful. Like if I would have worn this into work, I would have, I would have felt like I'm pushing the kind of atmosphere that Applebee's has. Mm. Where the waiters and waitresses don't wear uniforms, they just wear like their street clothing, yeah, nah, whatever they're. Where they bring you good food. Well, I mean, <clears throat> good is that's a subjective, it's relative term. Um, so what what are your thoughts? Have you had a bathrobe before? You just. <laughs> What? <laughs> said what it was. Oh, did we not even say it yet? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Oh. But it was just funny <laughs> that we've gone so long and finally people know that I'm wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> like, Ruben broke it. Broke the news. I love it. Yeah, I'm wearing a bathrobe. <clears throat> this is great. Have and you had one previously in your life? No. Have you worn one before in your life? Uh, I probably did, but I don't remember it. Yeah. <sighs> Bathrobes are so awesome. I, I, just, <laughs> I know they're called bath robes like you should try to just wear it as you're getting out of the bath why don't they call it like a house robe yes because to me it's more like a piece of clothing you wear around the home when you clearly you don't want anyone else to come over <laughs> so wait so if you ever see me in my bathroom yeah like you... if, if ruben if you knock on the door and ruben answers it and he's wearing his his house robe you know that you were not expected he was not expecting you and you're probably like yeah, your visit is ill-timed. <laughs> I think that's the, most, the nicest way of saying it. Yes. Uh, ill-timed visits. Jeff, do you have a bathrobe? I do. Yeah, it's um, very comfy. I enjoy it. use it a lot. Mine's not even that comfy, and I still love it. I almost think that I would like this type Hey, hey social, social distancing, social Jeff. Distancing. D- d- don't be touching my bathrobe. But mine is very, <laughs> mine's like a very, um, it's very thick and like. More coarse? No, no. It's, oh, really? It's kind of like soft. Oh. My, so it's mine's... very comfy, but it is a little bit warm in the summertime. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that's, this is clothing number one. This is the one thing that I'm like really looking forward to in this whole quarantine thing. Uh, this whole lockdown, I've, I, I'm looking forward to wearing this bathrobe. Mm-hmm. But there's a second thing. Oh, wow! That I, I have just like, I've I've realized I I've gained some freedom oh. in this. We have a pastors meeting that we have that we do every Monday, and as I approached. This meeting this past Monday, yesterday, yesterday, I realized that, man, the church parking lot is just empty, except for the vehicles of the pastors that are meeting. Why am I confining myself to these specific lines that are marked out hmm. on the pavement? So you know what I did? What? Tell I, us. I straddled a line. Wow. So that my car was taking up two parking spots perfectly. And I realized, you know what? In this whole lockdown thing, parking doesn't matter. 
I'm going to park however I feel like parking. Unless it's at like a grocery store where it's actually occupied. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's just I've <clears throat> I've stopped caring about my parking job. Mm. Yeah. That is a good point because especially as some parking spaces are so confined that it's so tight to get in and out. Especially if you park beside someone with an F-150, especially a blue F-150. Oh. You like you, you, you are in the center of your parking spot at work or wherever. But let's just say at work. And a little bit later, a blue F-150 pulls in and is using up all of his space plus part of my space. And it's just... It, then you, you can barely open the door without hitting the well, mirror. You should just hit their mirror. Maybe. And just say, oh, oops. You probably should wear drive a smaller vehicle. It, it's true. <sighs> trucks take up so much space. That's one reason why... They don't have trucks in Europe. I don't really desire to... I mean, a truck would be is is really handy sometimes, depending on what project you have going. But it's just annoying to park a truck. Yeah. There's another thing that there's there's just there's a difference between enough of a truck, enough of a truck, like just enough of a truck, or a regular truck or a truck. Oh wait wait wait, what? So there's a truck. What's and the then, difference? What's the other one? There's a truck and then a truck. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of what kind of truck do you drive? I don't. Oh, you drive a truck. <laughs> <laughs> if I would buy a truck, I would buy a small truck, like an S10. Like an S10, just enough you can throw a sofa on the back or something. You can park it in the backyard. It doesn't matter. It's out of the way. It's cheap. Like the no. only the only reason in my mind that I would ever buy a truck is either to pull a trailer with a boat on it or something or to haul pieces of wood around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That reminds me. Uh, The other day I was up in Elkhart um, going to Martin's to buy uh, Ruben a bundle of wood. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah, where did you put the – where did you put the wood? Uh, in your, just in the back of the flex. Yeah, in the back okay. of my flex. Yeah. Um, it's hard to see, but I happened to on my way back to Ruben's house, hauling the bundle of wood. I happened to see something. Jeff and I snapped a, a picture of it. It is a car pulling a trailer, <clears throat> but it's not just any car. It looks like a Mustang. I, a, a a, you're really close. It's a Camaro. A police car. It's a com- no, yes. not a police car. Yeah, you're right. Can I say but it? it's like a it's a relatively new Camaro pulling the a little tiniest trailer. <laughs> the tiniest... It looks like a surfboard. That it does. Pulling. It looks like a surfboard with one wheel in the back. And it's just it's hilarious. Like it was like a pretty new Camaro, and he's using it to haul a trailer. Like oh, the times that we're living in. Yeah, you know. People are learning to get by. And you know what? If you have to use your Camaro to pull a trailer, that's what you got to do. It's more like a wagon, pulling a wagon. Well, it was, but either way, it just looked ridiculous. No, it does look ridiculous. You're right. And, and yeah, it just, it made me smile. All right. So. 
What else do we have to, to share on today's podcast? Um, I have a follow-up. So we, we didn't get to our feedback. Yeah, you know what? Ends up, there wasn't any. Okay. Are you I sure? I follow-up to a previous comment. Well, we your did. mom gave some feedback a couple weeks ago. Oh, well, what's Jeff trying to say? Okay. So then we'll get to mom's you, we feedback. Were, you were talking about the whole Jimmy Crack Corn song. Yeah, why, why don't people care? Well, I found out this song is about... It was it was it was sung by by black minstrels like singers, street performers. Okay. In the eighteen hundreds. Oh, okay. And it the whole song is about a a slave whose job was taking care of his master outside and like just being his master's personal assistant. And his master was riding a pony and a fly bit the butt of the pony and bucked his master and killed him. <laughs> okay. And then? And so the master died. And then the chorus refers to um, Jim is a, is a slang for a slave. Okay. And re- is referring to um, some of the other, the either the singer is talking about other slaves or talking about himself um, that now his master is dead and he is making corn whiskey and he doesn't care. Uh, That's literally what he's talking about. Huh. We should play this song. Is there a recording of it? Oh, I'm sure on YouTube or somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure on YouTube there's a song. Uh, Maybe you can find that, Jeff, while... What's the feedback from my mother? Well... I don't have the exact comment uh, handy. She left it on Facebook. Okay. I believe. Oh, was it about the how often we should do podcasts? Yeah. Oh, we actually have some other feedback too. Found Hats Company also left some feedback. There you wow. go. You're welcome. When Ruben. you go looking, when you start digging, you never you know might what you'll find, find the rock. All right. Um. <laughs> So, my mother, Lucretia, she said, I think with everything that is happening, you should put out a podcast at least twice weekly to keep everybody happy and entertained. <laughs> wow. That would be a big commitment. That would. And, we, we could split this podcast in half. And just release the first half. <laughs> I think that would drive people nuts. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, and then we have another um, a comment from Found Hats Company. If you remember, uh, Layton's friend from... Oh, man. Goshen. From Goshen, but... Now, also coffee shop Alex's brother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So here, a tidbit of feedback. One, darn tough socks are hands down best socks all around. That's right. Number two. Man, he's a smart man. Take French bread, slice it in half, and generously butter, then spread some uh, Schweiger on it. Pairs fantastically with a cup, fresh cup of Costa Rican coffee for an afternoon Festito. Hmm. That does sound kind of good. Mm-hmm. So maybe we, yeah. Get we some. almost had that. We didn't have the Costa Rican coffee when we had uh, Braunschweiger. Braunschweiger, however you say that. I forget now. But the snack that we had last week. Mm-hmm. So thank you for the feedback. Um, we never <clears throat> try to miss any feedback. You're, but we do sometimes. We do sometimes, but... Um, all right, Jeff, did you find that song? I did. All right. Um... I'm taking a come on, go away, keyboard. I'm taking a shot in the dark here. 
This seems no to ad. be one of the older. Corn, sung by sheet music singer. This seems to be original. Hold it on the other music. side, Jeff. You're, you're... Oh, of course, the Wi-Fi is terrible right now. Oh, yeah. Quarantine. It wouldn't be it. Anyways, uh, so, so like, where did you hear about this? Or go ahead, Jeff. He he dies. He gets bucked off the horse and dies. And this and the slave gets tried for murder. Oh my! So that's a real gets, story. But then gets uh, released because it was actually they found was, the fly. Yeah, proven the that fly, it was a fly. Did the fly confess? Apparently. Um, <laughs> Lane, where did you hear this saying? I've never heard of this. I just heard I, it around as a child. Right, yeah, Jeff? I did, too. You just heard Jimmy I mean, Corn. It was on one of our kids' CDs when I was growing up. Wow. It's a... Different childhoods. Yeah. I guess some people get around more than others. I guess. Yeah. All right. I don't have anything else. Any any other any closing thoughts, comments, topics? Nah. We are planning on recording again next Tuesday. Oh. Layton, what has been the point? The point is, Reuben, that Reuben likes to squoosh photos. Point number two, Jeff's homework for this summer is to find joy in the winter. Point number three, Jeff hates bitter flares on his tongue. And point number four, and the last point, if Reuben answers... Your knock at the door in a bathrobe, your visit is ill-timed. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is robe. Robe.